Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. This is your boy Brian, aka El Nino, and today I am joined with and Nicole, aka Il Mama, <laughs> and Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland, oh, he's Brown, <laughs> Cavs, Indians, C L E till I die. <laughs> He's back. After taking a week off as Captain Cleveland, he is back well, in the building. Hopefully, we just beat the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on We by. will find out. <laughs> it's a W either way. <laughs> on today's episode, we are going to be talking about Breaking Bad. El Camino just dropped on Netflix yesterday, so this will air in about two weeks. So you've had two weeks to watch El Camino, but we want to talk about primarily all things Breaking Bad. We've yet to really cover it on the show. You know, we started this awesome little venture last well, year, and, you know, the show ended, uh, what, like three, four years ago, something like I, that? I feel like so it's been long. even longer than right. that. Like it probably been. has been. Like 14, 15, right. maybe? So, you know, we figured this is a great time to, you know, tie it in with the release of El Camino. So we're going to be talking about how we got into the show, kind of first thoughts, some favorite scenes. And then uh, Nicole and I have watched it. Saba's going to watch it. So we're just going to talk about a little bit about El Camino, not trying to really ruin it for anybody. But it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be two weeks, so you'll have time to have watched El Camino. So and you we don't, can spoil Like away. you said, you don't get the sense that even talking about it, it yeah. is really going to ruin anything. It's, exactly. it's more of just a, a reflection piece. Yeah, it, it's really yeah. more nostalgia for yeah. Breaking Bad okay. fans yeah, is it what it is. So It gave you that fix. Yes, as I like to say. <laughs> well, just pertaining to Breaking Bad, let's <laughs> Let's clear the clear the air real quick. Ma, if you're listening, don't stress. I don't <laughs> so, have a problem. <laughs> over here. <laughs> so I got into Breaking Bad well after the show was over. I would probably say maybe a year, possibly two years. Once after it, it was up. completely over. It was over. Complete, completely okay. over. I was working. Big shout outs to one of our first sponsors, uh, Throwback Custom Cars, Jeff Beal. And uh, Josh over at Convergence Technologies, they were all into it. So as the final season was happening, I just started working for them again, and but this time in a marketing role. So I got kind of excited hearing them talk about it, but they knew not to spoil it for me because I knew eventually I would get into the show. And uh, once I did, I loved it. I kind of powered through all five seasons, I would say, in a matter of like three weeks. It is one of those shows to where it seemed like the first couple seasons – Every episode, well, not so much season one, but especially seasons two and three, those episodes ended in like a cliffhanger to where it's like, oh, fuck, I, I know it's late as shit, but I, I got to watch one more. And uh, just seeing the evolution of uh, Walter White, you know, being from, coming from, I'm just trying to take care of myself and take care of my family. And I have to do this to survive because Live. I'm a teacher and, you know, teachers don't make shit. Unfortunately, which we really need to do something about that in this country, but that's <laughs> a topic for a whole nother podcast. Big shout out to my sh- my sisters out there. But, um, you know, seeing him become primarily the, you know, it's, it's an interesting combination of seeing someone become the protagonist into an antagonist role. You rarely, rarely see that on television. And they did that so well on this to where it was almost kind of like undercover. Like it hits you almost like a punch in the face. Like, Oh shit, like this dude's a fucking villain. Terrible. <laughs> like he's a terrible human being. And now at this point he's just looking out for himself. So 
You know, like I said, I got into it late, but I'm really glad I watched it. I ended up watching it, I believe, two more times after that. Not like back to back, but just kind of filler. Whenever I take breaks from the office and Parks and Rec and I want to get serious, <laughs> I'll watch Breaking Bad. Because, I mean, the acting is phenomenal. The storytelling's great. And I actually saw a stat, too, where most shows, when they hit, like, seasons kind of three through five, they digress in ratings. This is one of those rare instances to where they actually increased in ratings as it went on, especially in their final season. So that's my uh, my first Breaking Bad impressions. You know, honestly, they knew when to quit, though. Because yes. a lot of shows will just keep going mm-hmm. until you're just like, oh, come on. Really? Like, yeah, there wasn't, as Saba <laughs> likes to say, there wasn't a jump the shark moment. Yeah. That, that is not mine. That is not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an awesome show. And I, too, watched it after it was either at its tell in or after it was already completed um i jumped on the bandwagon kind of late but when i started watching it it was also one of those ones that i just binged Mm -hmm. because after episode after episode it was just like you got hooked yeah you really got hooked and you wanted to know what happened and you resisted going online to see what was gonna happen next Mm -hmm. but you know the character development like you said with walter white it was phenomenal and you know what honestly like as terrible as he became so to speak you really like you were like you thought to yourself what if i was in that same situation right would i do the same fuck yeah i would right you're thinking about your family you're thinking about your family's future and you know you're gonna die either way so what does it matter what kind of damage you do to your ethics or you know to the society around you which is inevitably going to be damaged anyway because that was an epidemic there in what arizona i don't even know yeah okay i didn't know what what state they were in i mean it was kind of apparent because it was very desolate and put new mexico on the map yeah it did well as far as the entertainment i guess well nothing else (laughs) i guess i mean you pretty much saw albuquerque Mm. well they made millions of dollars a year now from tourism because of the show really really interesting Yeah, that is just interesting. Because the house that it was shot at is a legit house. So the interior the interior of the house, that was a studio, so they took some liberties with it. But the out like the exterior though, yeah, this lady has like I think she said at least minimum a hundred people like just slowly driving by per day by her How house. How annoying would that be? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, fuck this, I'm selling. But you yeah, can probably I would sell high. Yeah. So, to yeah. a fan or something. And a lot of those locations are authentic to New Mexico. So mm-hmm. it did boost the tourism industry because I mean who do you talk to, especially on the East Coast? It's like, man, where are you going on vacation? Albuquerque. Fucking Albuquerque, mm, New Mexico, bro. That would never come out of my mouth. <laughs> right. You know, but honestly, like, although Walter White's development was pretty phenomenal, Jesse Pinkman's was also awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, he mm-hmm. he obviously had a very rough childhood. He started really low. And it, it was almost to the point where you were just like, you're going down the rabbit hole. How far are you going to go? And he went all the way. Mm-hmm. He went all the way. You know, and and it was just, it was kind of, it was sad, but at the same time, you know, he was struggling. He was struggling with addiction, you know, he was struggling with, you know, Walter White's expectations. Manipulation. Very much so. Very much so, because Walter White was intelligent, and he knew he could control him, and he did. Yeah. He did. He absolutely did. He used the shit out of him. Yeah, he was the puppet master. He controlled and used everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did. He did. did. I mean, but he did it for his family. Not to say that that was okay. Yeah. But, you know, he, he, he tried to make amends at the very end of the show where he went and said rescued him. And we'll talk about El Camino after. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
Jesse Pinkman probably was my favorite character on the show because of that. Because you know he had a rough life and he did what he had to, what he thought he had to for Walt and for himself. And he thought he had his own goal in mind. But honestly, nah. you could tell at the end it was just survival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he you was know? a young, dumb kid. He didn't know any better. He knew he how to was. cook meth. And yeah. he was doing it with a dude that also knew a shit ton about chemistry. Yeah. yeah. And was way smarter than him. Yeah. That was it. So, I mean, you could tell, like, throughout the show how different their lives could have been had Walt gotten that job that he wanted to get yeah. right. instead of becoming a teacher yeah. and then using that knowledge anyway for right. something, you know, grimy. Right. But he ended up making the money that he needed that his family probably rejected. Honestly, I don't really remember the end of the, the season, the very end of the the or uh, the finale, but... Um, I do remember that they were pretty much like, no. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they left. They, I don't want she your dirty done. money. Yeah. yeah. What was her yeah. name? Skylar? Skylar. I did hate her, though. She is actually, <laughs> so I have, I have one favorite and one least favorite. Skylar is Sorry. my least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. I will say before we get to Saba, the one thing that it, it, and it took me, honestly, a long time to realize, not when I was watching the show, just kind of sitting back and reflecting a little bit. Was how many people like Walter White affected and also killed by his decisions? You know, even little things. Well, I don't want to say little things, but like when Jesse's girlfriend, when he let her die. Oh, yeah, the heroin addict. You know, her fucking dad went into a like a stupor, came back to work, and that's why the two the plane, planes crashed. Yeah. You know, and that's like shit. When you're just watching, you're like, damn, that's crazy. But it's- then you think about it after, it's like. Holy shit, like, Walter White did that, even though he didn't mean to do that. Indirectly. Like, he did that. It was cause and effect, all of it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I started um, late, but while it was still on, I believe, five seasons, right? Yeah. I believe the show I listened to on Cleveland Sports Talk Radio in the morning, <laughs> WKNR 850, the really big show, um, they used to, you know, talk about it. And I believe it was in the fourth season. I binged the first three seasons on Netflix or whatever, probably in six weeks. Gotcha. And by the time I finished, I watched this, like the end of season four or whatever, right? As the, the season finale of season four was coming on. I maybe at that point I was on, on FX or on AMC or whatever mm-hmm. watching the current season, but <clears throat> I caught up and then I watched season five. Uh, live, um, you know, it, look, it's a great show. It's one of the best shows of all time. I think, you know, it put AMC on the map, yeah. uh, you know, that along with, um, walking dead, it was yeah, kind of, you along, know, along those lines. I, I think furthermore, you know, obviously it launched, um, better call Saul, which I think is equally as good. Uh, I, I really love Walk, uh, uh, Better Call Saul. I mean, I think Vince Gilligan, as showrunner, did an outstanding job of sort of developing these characters, building this universe, if you will, um, being able to create a spinoff that, that is equally as good. And then eventually, at some point, they're going to have the opportunity to bring these characters back right. and mold them in. You know, look, I think this the, – the te- the, I have only watched it one time. I haven't watched it multiple times, so I probably need to go back and watch it again. Binging is a gift and a curse. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. Right? I like, agree. it's great because you can watch everything really, really quickly, but it's also, there's no time for reflection episode after episode. There's no sort of retention, and a lot of things sort of um, melt together, mm-hmm. and it's, 
you know, you, you don't recall some of the more, you know, you remember big moments. Um, one that sticks out in my mind is when he came back to save Jesse and hit the dude with his car or whatever. Right. You know, I mean, there's just moments like that, obviously, you know, I think, like I said, I think it's one of the best shows. Um, but you know, I, for me, it's not as, it's not as, um, clear in my memory, just some of the, the details and things like that. So I probably need to go back and watch it for sure. That's gotcha. all I got. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you know, it is a phenomenal show. It's rated 9.5 right now on IMDb. I believe it's in the top five greatest shows of all time. And you can tell just because the acting, the storytelling. Better Call Saul, I need to get back into. I actually, well, I really enjoyed the first two seasons, and I didn't stop watching for any particular reason. I think it was just like a lapse, and you know how it is. You watch a show, and it's just like, well, you're probably, I think, what, you only once, and there's only been three seasons, maybe I, thought, I think there's four now. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, I do, I do really want to get back into it. Um, as far as some favorite episodes, uh, Felina is the final episode, of course, you know, don't, don't really need to get much into that. Um, one that really stands out to me is season one, episode six. It's called Crazy Handful of Nothing. And that's the one where, um, Walt blows up the, uh, the house. Or uh, he blows up the place where, T- where Tuco? Yeah. Where Tuco's at. Tuco kind of like, yeah. And then, like he's really kind of embracing. It's like the beginning of Heisenberg. Yes. So that to me is, it, it saved me because, you know, just like any show, the first season, you have to get used to the characters. You know, it's rare when you watch something, you're like, fuck yes, five minutes in. I mean, Ozark was like that. The boys are like that. To me, Breaking Bad wasn't like that. So it did take me up until that episode for me to really get in there. Um, and then what else? Uh, season three, episode two, the Caballo Sin Nombre. It's the debut of the uh, the twins yes. that kind of stalk. With the crazy boots. <laughs> yeah, and the axe. Yeah. The most beautiful looking axe I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and uh, Salud is up the season four, episode 10. And that's the one where Gus gets back at the cartel and he poisons them with a tequila yeah. and all that fun stuff. So. Out by the pool or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Goes and then the Mexico. bell, obviously the bell is, is memorable. And when they finally, at the end, they use, um, oh, what's the uncle's name? Uh, oh, they it. said it, they said it during El Camino yeah. so many times. Cause but uncle, uncle Frank, Frank. isn't uncle Frank? No, it's not. But the, he uses the bell to actually end up, he Hank. killed. Oh, Hank. no, 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 no. Um, he means the uncle with the ding, damn bell. Ding, ding. Yeah. So I read somewhere that that bell sold on an online auction for like sixteen thousand yeah. fucking. Dollars. But when but when Gus walks, you know, it right. blows up, and when he walks out of the hotel room and he turns and like he looks like Two Face or whatever, yeah. uh, you know, that's obviously you know a memorable moment. Um, I, I you know I I I didn't go through the. The, 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 the library like you did, but, <laughs> but to me, you know, those, there's, there's, there's just scenes that stand out. One, one thing that, I, that I do, you know, you kind of touched on the planes colliding mm-hmm. and the result. One thing that they did really well, and I'm not sure if they did this every single season, but I know they did it more than once. The season would open with something like one of the seasons opened with the pizza on top of the roof. Right, the foreshadowing. It, it would foreshadow whatever happened. The, the other season mm-hmm. where the planes crashed opened up with somebody sitting by their pool and, right. and like body parts falling out of the sky or whatever. Uncle Hector. Uncle Hector. Because <laughs> he's in he's in Better Call Saul, too. Yeah. So, and he's actually mobile yeah. and everything. Fun fact, he's actually in the movie Scarface, too. Yeah. He is. He's the one that, that – uh, 
he goes on the hit with. Yeah. And Tony's like, I'm not going to kill no fucking wife yeah. and kids, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the foreshadowing is, is, is really outstanding as well. So anyway. I agree. I agree. I mean, even in the final season where he's in the diner and he's doing the thing with the bacon like he normally does. So that not only is that like foreshadowing, but it's, is there, is it pre-shadowing? Is that yeah, a word? Because he did the thing with the bacon before on his birthday. And that's when, oh, he when he's up, already on the run or when, when he's, he's on already the on the run. run yeah. And that's when the dude drops yeah. off the military grade Rambo that's goddamn right. gun in, in, in the his, trunk. In his trunk. Yeah. 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 So that was that was some good foreshadowing on huh. that part, too. What are some of your like favorite memorable scenes, characters, all that fun stuff there? You know, I can't really pinpoint an episode that was the most memorable. I think the one that sticks in my head the most is when Jesse Pinkman does heroin with the girl, mm. his girlfriend. And she is seizing, and Walter White is standing there watching her die. Yeah. That was probably the most memorable one. That and then the one where they were trying to dissolve the body in the bathtub, and then oh, it goes wow. through yeah. the yeah. ceiling. That's yeah. early on, too. Yeah, it, right? is, yeah. it is. It is. And that was probably another one of the most memorable ones that I actually forgot about until about yesterday. <laughs> that was <laughs> one of Walter's watching. first kills. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was, which is why they made so many mistakes. But, you huh. know, when you're watching them do that, you're just like, oh, my God. How? how? Yeah. You know? But, yeah, those two are probably the most memorable ones for me. I forgot about. It. I yeah. mean, to me, it's, it's it's also so many little scenes too, like where he meets up with a white supremacist and like kills what was it like eleven people yeah. from Gus's organization that were locked up because he didn't want to pay them off That's to right. not talk. And remember, they had the what was it, Bill Burr and then the other dude, his comedian name I can't remember. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of comedians in the show too, which a lot of people don't know. And uh, uh, what is it, Gilliam? What's the guy that uh, came up? Vince Gilliam. Vince I Gilligan or Gilligan. Gilliam, Gilligan, Gilligan, whatever. <laughs> like, he he, he chose buddy. a lot of comedians because he's like, they have to act 24-7. And they're normally good actors. So Bill Burry, you know, brought in a bunch of people like that. When they were in the storage unit with all the money and they thought about stealing it, and Bill Burr says, remember, man, this dude had 11 people iced in prison. That's right. <laughs> His name is QB in the show, by the way. Okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's good. To me, it's got a lot of memorable ones. And just like you said, Gift and the Curse of Binging is you kind of forget a lot of them because you power through these shows, which it's great to binge through them. But when you're powering through, stuff does fall through the cracks. The yeah. details do, yeah. Well, hell yeah, bitch. Gatorade me, bitch. Where's my money, bitch? Yeah, bitch! Uh, yeah, bitch! Yeah, bitch! Oh, El Camino. Did drop yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nicole and I had a chance to watch we it. Did so. Do you want to go ahead and give your little take on it? You or? know, I liked that it was very insightful because mm. there were a lot of questions after the finale, but it was very anticlimactic. I can say that much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you were walking through Jesse Pinkman's point of view, and mm. it was kind of heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking because. The poor guy had been through, you could tell he had been through some shit, mm-hmm. but he kept, he kept his humanity. You know, he had very, so many opportunities to just off people and he chose, he chose the higher road. He tried, at least he tried to choose the higher road many yeah. times. Yeah. Didn't succeed all the time, but you know, he, he, you know, that moment when he was out in the desert burying that dude's. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cleaning lady. Yeah. And yeah. he had a gun, literally could have killed this guy. 
and he gave the gun to the guy and he was just like that's you know he was, just he was crying and broken. Too. this is one of he the flashback so scenes yeah he's so broken yeah. and and you know the guy was really nice to him so i can you know i can honestly say that right. i understand why he would do it right but at the same time it's like you need to survive and he did yeah. you know it did you know light at the end of the tunnel he survived he you know as far as we know yeah we don't know what he ha- what happens after that, but nor, right. nor do we care because yeah, and it's not so much open ended. I mean, it starts off and it actually gives you a pretty decent like what was it minute and a half, two minute kind yeah. of like here's what happened in Breaking Bad to lead to this point, mm-hmm. which reminded me about a lot of things. Like I forgot that they still like had well they didn't have, but his Mexican girlfriend at the time like remember they offed her in Breaking Bad. Yeah, which by the way, spoilers. Obviously, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, yeah, that's on you. But they were they they would let him know you know hey listen if you don't cook for us we're gonna kill the little kid so that's your light at you the know, end of the tunnel and I forgot, I, I forgot about, the about kid. that same here so I'm glad they did that because I was like why the fuck is he still cooking in the first place yeah so that you know they go to that which what I re- you know I really like I was like okay so that's why he's still doing that's why he didn't off him in the desert yeah because he was like well fuck if I off you they're gonna off this little I kid. love when you do your when you use your meth slang <laughs> cooking. <laughs> <laughs> in the kitchen cooking. What that was Jesse Pink? I could trying to think of his name. When Wasn't it Captain Crunch? Captain Crunch. Something. <laughs> it was something Crunch or I was Captain like, something. It was Chef Wardy. No, it wasn't Chef Wardy, but it was like something. <laughs> it was something in season similar. one. Yeah. Because he, Captain well, no, something. he used to put what, like cinnamon in the fucking in the meth or some shit. I don't remember. <laughs> he was trying to be different. But so, it ended up being like. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's good. Like you know, here's the thing: you're, you're not going to be blown away by Alcamino. I mean, don't get me wrong, Aaron Paul, right? That's yeah, his name. Aaron Paul, he was phenomenal. I think he's a. I think he's a great actor. To me, I don't think he gets enough roles or enough mm-hmm. credit. Like maybe he's just tied into yeah. the Jesse Pinkman role Need too for, much. Need for Speed probably killed that. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, got that I, voice. He's got that look that it's really hard to right, kind of fit yeah. into. And I believe he was in. He's been in a couple other movies. He too. was in. Um, he was the bat, the Black Badger, or whatever in. Um. In the Rock and Kevin Hart movie, uh, where they're in the CIA. Oh my! God. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Central Intelligence. It's or Central something. Intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's he right. He needs to do more shit. Aaron Paul, we love you. I mean, to me, he is a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. And this is just—it's—it's it's great for people that love Breaking Bad. You mm-hmm. know, the, the film itself—it's not going to like blow your mind like the show did. You know what I mean? There's great flashback scenes. You will see some familiar characters in there. And yeah, I mean, it is kind of unfulfilling the ending it's like i mean i don't want to say unfulfilling like jesse to me is like all right finally like yeah you could actually like relax for a little yeah, bit yeah yeah <laughs> because you've had five seasons of not being able to relax at all exactly. whatsoever it was kind of nice being able to see him breathe right but there's no big i know you asked earlier like is there going to be like more spinoffs and this and the other yeah you know it's like let's let's hook this dude up because i mean what it is is it's literally the 48 hours after jesse breaks out of the complex Mm -hmm. and then it goes it shows flashbacks of his time in the complex particularly what like a two-day time span when he was hanging out with the one dude that he choked to death with the um uh fucking belt or some shit the guy with the fat face. I call him fat face. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the one thing, though, is this really flew under the radar, mm-hmm. the El Camino. Y- nobody really knew it was coming, and then they, they 
leaked a teaser trailer or whatever. I saw a premiere. Right. I saw a couple of premieres. I'm following a couple of people on Instagram. That, like three weeks ago yeah. or something. Well, no, it was right? like a few days ago. Yeah, but like the, that's the first time. What what was what was his one buddy's name? Not not skinny. Not skinny Badger. Pete. The other one, Badger. So the the original teaser trailer was Badger being questioned by the police. You know, Badger's right. not in there very long, and neither is Skinny. Skinny. And but I loved them in that movie. Yes, I really loved yeah. them in that. I've movie. always loved their dynamic. I but did. my my point is this. That chances are there's pro. I, my assumption is that they could do more of these. They could do more of these movies. Yeah. They could, you know, depending on. It was a very short movie. People have yeah. to watch it though. Yeah. That's the one thing, right? Yeah. It has to. It has to get an audience. People have to watch it. People have to talk about it. Agreed. It doesn't even necessarily have. People don't have to say they love it, right? Like as long as people download it, they stream it, they watch it. Exactly. They, there's there's potential to do more. I know that and you know there's gonna be um, Easter egg videos and all that shit. Too. You know what? That's Netflix, though. In a nutshell, I mean, they pick up shows that have ended. Yes. They pick up, you know, they they either make movies or they they continue the the series. And honestly, like some of them could probably just yeah, save your money don't even do it but then others it's just like they did a phenomenal job like i, I don't know you know i wouldn't say el camino is one of those yeah i could have probably you, lived without it right i would have liked to have seen a little hmm. bit more depth but it you know it was it was it was kind of like it was satisfactory it was something that was just like okay i was curious thank right. you for entertaining my curiosity right. and that was it you we know? know what happens with walt we know what happens with jesse exactly we're good yeah yeah, it's kind of like one yeah, of those allegedly. settling it down type <laughs> <Right. of> things. <laughs> After the show's over, kind of smoothing things over type thing. Yeah. That was pretty much it. That's yeah. why I meant my anticlimactic. It wasn't like boom in your face. There's so much action. There's so much going on. So much drama. It wasn't. Right. It was just kind of like this is kind of what he went through and this is how he got to. Yeah. For anyone that was curious, like what Jesse did right after he broke out. Mm-hmm. This is it. Yeah, this is it. I mean, that, that's it. And don't expect to go in here and have your mind blown and like surprises. Kind of remind blah, me blah. of the last season or the last episode of Game of Thrones. Nah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's probably a I'm terrible. Still, I'm, comparison. Still, I'm still reeling. I'm still reeling. <laughs> that <for> bad, that. <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, no, that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> it, it just didn't really like you could have imagined a lot of different scenarios right, and right. this was just like yeah. kind of bland yeah they should have a little what, bit more to the imagination yeah it is what it is but so, I, I was glad that they did it and i was glad to yeah, have watched it yeah it's not it's not a waste of time by any means i mean it's a good flick but just don't go in there thinking that it's going to lead to like another like breaking bad universe yeah. or a ton of spinoffs like if you want to know what happened to jesse kind of during when he was locked up by the neo-nazis a little bit, yeah. and the 48 hours after he broke out watch it watch it Watch it, definitely watch That's it. That's it. But Breaking Bad, in general, in a nutshell, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking phenomenal. If they would have yeah. ended at that, uh, yeah. you know. That's it. That's Did, what we got on this That's episode. it. No more? <laughs> no mas? No mas. That's it. Uh, well, you, hold solo on. Dubs, solo you dubs. talked about characters that you liked and you didn't like. You never got into it. Oh, uh, well, no. I mean, uh, Skylar? All right, so Skylar, my least bash favorite. On, let's bash on her a little bit. <laughs> Fucking drama queen. She really was a drama queen. She was. Like, she doesn't appreciate all the shit that your man is doing. He's, I mean, he was a fucking animal, but still. <laughs> but my favorite, though, is uh, Mike. Mike. I always fuck up his last name. Gus's guy? Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he's in Better Call Saul, obviously. Yeah. He's he's a great character. I thought he was a little... He was. I th- he, he seemed like more of a badass 
in Breaking Bad than he is in Better Call Saul. Is it, well, is it Ermintrout? Ermintrout. Ermintrout, yeah. Ermintrout, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, you know, you talked about Jesse. Jesse's my favorite character. I, I really like Saul Goodman. Uh, but, you know, the Jesse Pinkman character, you talked about the... You know, the struggle. I think there's a little bit of Jesse Pinkman in everybody. Um, You know, we've all been through highs and lows in our lives, um, trying to seek approval from people that that we respect, uh, doing things for clout and notoriety that maybe, you know, as a younger person that we wouldn't do as an older person. So I, I think Jesse Pinkman, you know, is very, very relatable. Um, You know, the one thing I will say is this, you know, Walt... For all the bad things that he did, letting his girlfriend die saved Jesse's life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing. A lot of people go back to that episode where he's like, he let his girlfriend die. He let that girl die to save Jesse's life. Yeah, but look how many people died because of it. I understand. But Walt loved Jesse. Yes, he did. He really did. And obviously, he didn't know that it was going to lead to air traffic control or going to work and... But that, but two planes that, together. Look, I mean, <laughs> you know, whether it led to just one person's death or 200 people's death, right. I mean, letting somebody die isn't the right thing. But in, in his fucked up maniac mind, yeah, that maybe. was the way that he was supposed to do it. So, but anyways, my favorite's Jesse. My least favorite, there's a lot of characters in that show. I, you know, you talked about, the, um, the Hispanic guy early on, the, the, um, Yes. No, 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 no. Uh, Nacho Taco. Oh, uh, Tuco. Tuco. I did not fucking like Tuco. He always gave me anxiety when he was on the screen because he's always fucked up on meth. He was always fucked up. And that's the thing, just in general, that show made me really uncomfortable because meth is such a dirty, like, drug and it has such a bad stigma to it. And, like, the, it's just, and so many people were always fucked up on meth and they looked like meth heads. And it's just like, there was a lot of anxiety associated with that, but Tuco's one that sticks out to me. That just a character that I I did not like him mm-hmm. at all. Any favorites? Least favorites? Oh, favorite. I mean, I already talked about my favorite right. Jesse. Uh, least favorite. You know, I can't think of any of them. I mean, there was a lot of annoying characters, but <laughs> when you're dealing with drugs, I mean, yeah. you're you're gonna have uh, plenty of them. But um, you know, even even the ones that were probably the worst were really good yeah. i mean gus he was a terrible person but mm. you still like you still ended up liking i did still ended up liking him i was glad when they fucking uh, killed well him. yeah because he's a he's a villain in the villain world i mean they're all horrible he's a people villain that owns a fast food restaurant chain yes <laughs> Which I'm sure a lot of them probably are. What was it called? Pollo Loco? Los, Los, I don't even know uh, what it was. Pollo Hermanos. Yes. The Chicken Brothers. Yeah. I was thinking Crazy Chicken. But regardless, I <laughs> crazy mean. Crazy Chicken. <laughs> Pollo Loco. <laughs> oh, Pollo Loco. In and out Burger. Either way, I mean, all the characters, they, they had their purpose and they served their purpose. And it was all for this story that was fantastic. Meth. It was for meth. It was all for meth. It was for meth. Don't don't do but math. But they do get back. Purist. They do get back. Though. I think they started a bunch of clinics in New Mexico too for like meth addicts, to where you don't have to like pay. And they're trying to at least give what? back to help people what was recover the from meth? it. It was blue, right? What yeah. blue ice? What was the fuck was it called? Blue something. Oh, when they accidentally turned it blue. No, but that wasn't it always blue, blue sky. It was, was clear. It? Theirs was no, but was... they they turned theirs blue on accident, and they just mm-hmm. kept it that way. Mm-hmm. Blue magic. No, that's <laughs> is it blue steel? That's, that's a, a blue, blue <laughs> star. Star. That's, that's American, American things. <laughs> anyway, the blue man got it. Whatever. 
All right, party goers, that's going to do it for our Breaking Bad slash El Camino episode. Make sure you check out our phenomenal website, popculturepodcast.com, courtesy of our good friends over at Zipster, that's Z-I-B-S-T-E-R, responsible for our amazing website, as well as many, many others. Look to them for all your SEO, hosting services, all that fun stuff. Make sure you like, subscribe, all that fun stuff on Zero Dark Nerdy, that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all social media. And uh, we will catch you next week. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah! Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.